Brothers and sisters, welcome all again to Coffee and Vinyl. My name is Kyle, and you are joining me on my little journey <clears throat> through my record collection and hopefully introducing you guys to some wonderful new stuff. And, you know, hey, maybe if we're not introducing you to something, we're making you remember it. How's that? So, yeah, today is going to be a... Uh, uh, a little ditty by the by a, a band that is very near and dear to my heart, and I will probably say that a million times today, but that is truthfully the case. They are near and dear to me, and that is a little band by the name of The Tragically Hip, and their album that we will be going into today and checking out and extolling the virtues and learning a little bit about is their fourth album from 1994 and that would be um geez i was about to give you the song title that would be day for night and the first track off of that one we will be checking out today is grace two Grace 2 from Tragically Hip's Day for Night. And that is track number one, or album cut number one, however you want to look at it. And that track just drew me in right from the very beginning with that wonderful bass line and that wonderful guitar riff that just says, Hey, come here, take a look at me, listen to me. You're going to love what you hear. And then Gord comes in with his poetry and his unique wonderful voice that only he possessed and some of you may like it some of you may not and that's okay uh i i tend to cohabitate with someone who absolutely hates gord's voice so i have to pick and choose when i can listen to them uh just so i don't make the the wife unhappy so anyway uh i love you mandy but anyway uh yeah so there was uh, grace too and uh, coming up next, we're going to play track number two, which is Daredevil. Yes. 
I mean, how can you not love that guitar riff? That is absolutely wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I'm going to gush over these guys all day long. So, you know, that's my prerogative. It's my podcast. But I love that song as well. Um, be short and brief and to the point, which is something I am definitely not. But that's okay. That's who I am. And one of the reasons I guess you guys are here listening to me, right? You want to hear me say what I got to say about the music and that right there is one of those other songs that just again drew me in and had that weird little mumbling at the beginning of the song which I still haven't completely figured out what it is after you know 25 almost 30 years of listening to this album very much on the regular and you know but hey it is what it is uh and you gotta give your hand you gotta just say hey thanks guys because if it wasn't for these five guys making amazing music i'm okay i'm being stupid now anyway we're gonna move into um the next track which is uh, a a little ditty by the name of greasy jungle and it just kind of paints a wonderful picture well kind of a maybe not a wonderful picture it paints a picture of the city to me um that's always kind of where it brings me and draws me so Here we go, track number three. at your sink and I felt your warm water that would be the next lyrics coming up there from that particular little ditty called Greasy Jungle that's track number three from uh, Day for Night by the Tragically Hip so y'all might be wondering well why why does this guy love these guys why why does he love them so much well let's see my love affair started in 1994 with this album and let me let me give a little backstory and also a little shout out uh, at the time, I was living in Buffalo, New York, in not in the city, but in the suburbs, and had been there for, at this point, would have been about 10, 11, 12 years, and I had a very, very good friend, and we're going to shout out her name now, because I told her I would, because it's important, and uh, this young lady's name is Deanne, uh, at the time, a Deanne Barron. Uh, so not going to give her married name now. I don't want anybody looking her up and 
screaming at her and saying, hey, listen, this, this is what you made me listen to when I listened to Kyle's podcast. But anyway, so she worked at uh, Blockbuster Music. And for those of you who don't know what that was at the time, it was a subsidiary of the, the Blockbuster uh, movie rental chain. And they got into the music uh, selling business. And one of the things that was wonderful and unique about them is you could go in and hand somebody, you know, someone that worked there, the, your cassette or CD of choice, and say, "Hey, can you can I listen to this before I buy it?" And they actually had sound, uh, listening booths where you could do that. And they weren't really really listening booths; it was more of a counter with a whole shite load of headphones and a huge amounts of stacks of cd players in the back so she's i walked in and because she was wonderfully knowledgeable as to what was going on in the in the music scene uh one of the few people that worked at a large chain like that that kind of had their finger on the pulse i was like hey what's what's new what should i pick up this week because you know at the time i had disposable income that was not spent on a family and i could buy music willy-nilly and I went in and I said, what's new and what should I listen to? And this was one of those CDs that she gave to me and said, hey, give this a listen. So we sat down at the booth and that first track, like I said, Grace 2 just hooked me immediately. And I said, okay, sold. And on my way home and in my car, I, uh, on my way home and uh, in my car, I decided, you know what? Here we go. This is these guys friggin' rock, and the rest of the album just blew me away. You know what? I was gonna edit a little bit there. Um, I, I got a phone call in the middle of our uh, of our session here, but you know what? Screw it. Anyway, coming up uh, is the next track in our journey of day for night, and this next track is called "Yawning or Snarling." Let's give it a bit of a listen what do you say straw man making a purchase god damn that man is a fucking crazy ass poet gotta love him gotta love him gotta love him that is the wonderful Gord Downey who unfortunately uh, in uh, October of 
2017, we lost, and the word isn't lost on me, but tragically, we lost him. Uh, he was diagnosed in 2016 with uh, a glioblastoma, which is essentially brain cancer, and he wasn't given a great prognosis because it was pretty far gone at the time, and they persevered and pushed through and he was at the very least able to live another year and a half or so and the band went on to tour throughout the summer of uh, 26 uh, throughout the summer of 2016 he was diagnosed actually I believe in 2015 I'm sorry <clears throat> And in, through the summer of 2016, they did a tour of Canada because they weren't super huge in, in, in anywhere else, really. Um, not to the extent that they were in Canada, where they were absolutely beloved and sold out shows throughout the entire country um, and played their final show in their hometown of Kingston. And... We unfortunately, as I said, lost Gord in October of 2017, October 17th to be exact, um, two days after my birthday. And I was unfortunately given the news um, by a very good, uh, another good friend. And uh, little Miss Stoney, Tony Dramasula, you know who you are. And I love you, and I'm sorry you were the one that was the bearer of the bad tidings that day for me. Um, it unfortunately fell two days after my per my birthday, and kind of just made me very sad for a while. And then I also remembered, you know what? It, it's okay because if if we hadn't had them, then the love wouldn't be there, and the love is most definitely there. Uh, as you can kind of tell, um, I don't really want to get choked up too much with this. So we are going to move along here and I am going to play for you the next song on the album, which is, uh, Fire in the Hole. And you know what? Ready, set, here we go. definitely is a power beyond control but there is a fire in the hole it is definitely wow okay so this this also came up at a very poignant time for me today as well um because i want to tell a little story too about someone else who's very important to me jeez and you know what they all seem to be females at least today anyway uh 
I want to give a uh, vote of of love and confidence and you've got this and the shit ain't gonna beat you it hasn't yet and it's not going to and that goes out to a very dear friend of mine who yeah I have maybe haven't seen in 30 years or so but she's kind of been a, a, a stable staple in my life whether she realizes it or not and uh, I just kind of every time I think about her I get a little bit of a nice light feeling about her her name is uh, Jen Grimm and she unfortunately found out yesterday that uh, for the second time in her life she has breast cancer but I also know that this young lady is a fighter uh, she always has been she has always bucked the system she's gone her own way she's made her own path and that just makes her just that much more of a beautiful human to me and I am sending all of the good vibes I possibly can and I'm asking all of you people that listen to this podcast um, to send well wishes and good vibes out into the ether prayers whatever you do however you believe um, just just send some good stuff out into the universe for her because she is one of those people that definitely does not deserve to be uh, taken and taken early from us so let's let's just send those positive vibes out to her and I know she'll appreciate it and just want to tell you girl sister I love you and you will also be mentioned again very soon because you are another one that gave me a love for someone that will be put out on this podcast in the near future so anyway uh love you and you got this you got this all right guys sorry i i had to do that um anyway so our uh, our next track is one that i've actually heard a couple of versions of by the hip um i've not only heard it live but uh they did do a version prior to this being on the album that was a lot faster and um a little more uh just straight up fast moving rock and roll but uh, this is one of those tracks that also has some really cool deep lyrics written again by mr gore downey and some amazing uh instrumentation and guitar work and bass and drums as well all of these guys are just guys that have just grabbed that craft of theirs and just made it something special and something wonderful and uh so we're now going to play so hard done by off of day for night dig it brothers and sisters dig it
Sitting over here vamping and and uh, having a little little slow dance to myself here in the chair. Sorry guys, got a little lost there, but uh, that is so hard done by by the tragically hip. Another song off of their Day for Night album. Uh, so I have said in the past that this is a podcast that is going to be uh, circled or not circled is is gonna encompass everything that i own on in my vinyl collection thus coffee and vinyl and i'm also over here sipping on my coffee so anyway um yeah this is uh i i was uh, i had this first on cassette like i told the story before about uh, going to blockbuster music and getting it there and i subsequently did buy it on cd and last year i had the opportunity to pick up the uh, I believe it's what the 25th anniversary edition of this on vinyl something weird I don't know anyway it was uh, uh, well I guess what they call the half track remaster or something like that from uh, they, it got remastered at Abbey Studios essentially and it was it just the, the vinyl recording of this is just stellar it sounds impeccable and it sounds great in pretty much every format but I was able to get this so yes this is off of my vinyl collection just like every single one here will be uh kind of i don't know if i said this in my last podcast but the last um i do have enough vinyl here of just my own that if we continue to do this once a week i will probably have about nine years worth of a podcast throwing records on for you and and uh playing stuff and jibber jabbering and wasting your time and making you listen to the dulcet sounds of me sitting here in my chairs and chilling out and whatnot so anyway so yeah anyway so we're gonna move on to the next track today and um that their next track is a strange little song um it's called nautical disaster and i'll be honest the first time i listened to this i thought it was kind of a a lyrical a a song homage as it were to uh um to jaws kind of uh and then i i don't i've i've seen the tragically hip now five times live and the the one that sticks the the i did not see this performance but there is a live disc out there called live through this and it's absolutely wonderful again because you know it's tragically hip i'm not going to say anything sucks um but uh if you don't know gord has this thing where he plays with the songs when he does them live he doesn't just 
interpret them live like most bands where they come out they play the song hey yeah we love you rock and roll whatever he he has little moments either you know at the beginning of a song or in the middle somewhere during a, a a break or a bridge or something and he adds to them vamps on stage and just has his own wonderful time in his own wonderful little strange mind and this one he told a little story at the beginning about how this was supposed to be something about uh, a movie and that that the one person was played by this actor and one person was played by that 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 actor and Jodie Foster was involved and it was just wonderful and humorous and if you get half a second check out uh, Nautical Disaster the live version off of uh, live through this I believe they really set in 97 96 97 somewhere in there maybe 98 I don't know uh, don't have it in front of me at the moment um, but such a wonderfully story wonderful storytelling song so here's uh, a wee bit of that one there for you brothers and sisters I hope you dig Yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know. That song does not tell a story about Jaws and the the, the uh, Indianapolis or whatever, but that's just kind of what I pictured in my head listening to this, especially the first time, and those images just kind of stuck with me. Uh, knowing what I know about the band now, it would be most likely that it was, you know, some other thing that was of historical relevance, and I'm sure anyone who's listening to this down the road who knows what this is all about be like here yeah stupid that's what this is all about but unfortunately i i don't know i just absolutely love this song and it was also um one of those songs one of the two that they got to play on saturday night live in 1995 that so that show was hosted by john goodman and uh one of the snl alums who was also a fellow canadian uh, came on and actually introduced them instead of John Goodman because, you know, well, what are you going to do when one of the most famous guys in Hollywood, especially at the time, and from SNL, says, hey, I want to come in and introduce this band because, you know, they're Canadian and I love them. And so if you have half a second, jump on YouTube and check out Tragically Hip on SNL and you will see that a mis a uh, Mr. Dan Aykroyd is the one that introduces them and says, hey, 
take a listen to these guys from Canada, Tragically Hip, and he's wearing a big old goofy 90s Canada Canada happy sweater and, and so forth. And anyway, so yeah, kind of fun. But uh, so yeah, that was Nautical Disaster. The other song that they did play on uh, SNL was Grace 2, the first track from the album. Coming up next is uh, Thugs. A, uh, I don't know how to describe this song. It's just one of the, another one off of this album that's just wonderful. That's just great. That's just, I, I can, this is one of those albums I can't say enough about. It is really, really good beginning to end. There is no filler. There are no bad tracks. Nothing was written poorly. Nothing was recorded poorly. Um, you know, says a guy doing the DIY stuff in his, in, in his uh, home office, not knowing what the hell he's doing just yet. Still figuring it out as we go. But uh, yeah, this is another one of those songs that just, through the listen just grabbed me hooked me and held on to me and said hey you're not going anywhere yet check it out this is thugs from day for night by the tragically hip thugs from the tragically hip uh any of you guys that know me very well very well at all or follow me on facebook when i uh randomly post lyrics and so forth a lot of them are gore downey lyrics lately especially um gore downey little made me a little tom petty things of that nature they've just seemed poignant in my life lately and one of the ones i know i posted more than once is uh, everyone's got their breaking point with me it's spiders with you it's me and i don't know why that one just always says haha that's funny but um so yeah that was thugs and coming up uh next on the track list is uh the inevitability of death and this one is one of those ones i may actually play all the way through just because i love the interplay of the way he puts together the word the words inevitability and death and uh so forth so you might have to indulge me just a wee bit longer than normal on this on this particular musical trip but si i've i've saved you guys from having to listen to entire tracks this time i've kind of figured that out at least so indulge me for a while love you brothers and sisters Puppy left 
Goddamn, that is just, I thought you beat the death of inevitability to death just a little bit. I mean, come on, that's just, that is just, that's Bob Dylan-esque, come on. That's wonderful. It's no wonder that he was considered the Poet Laureate of Canada for a while, especially in the mu- when it comes to the music scene, and they actually uh, put out an award um, back in the day, there, uh, not too long ago, can't say back in the day, not too long ago that, uh, Ontario, Canada had its own poet laureate, and that has been a new thing for the last couple of years, and Gord was the first one, and absolutely, does that man deserve it, or did he deserve it, anyway, um, <clears throat> so, I'm not sure, because I have not gone back and listened to this, but I'm not sure if I threw out everybody's name in the band. Uh, so I, I think they all deserve their bona fides here for sure, because we have Gord Downey, who plays acoustic guitar, as you know, most lead singers do, and uh, uh, write, primarily wrote the lyrics to the songs, not all of their songs, but pretty much every everyone past the first uh their first album he wrote all the lyrics and then we have mr rob baker uh rob bobby baker as he was known early on and uh he is the lead guitar player does not sing just sits there and plays those guitar riffs like a friggin monster and a master and with his long luscious brown hair there and then we've got uh, gord sinclair who is the uh, uh, rhythm guitar player and uh, back, background vocals, as well as uh, Bobby Fay on drums. Rob. <clears throat> and last but not least, there is also uh, Paul Langlois, who is also on backing vocals. Paul, Paul Langlois is actually the one that does the majority of the backing vocals and is uh, rhythm uh, rhythm guitar. And I also said that wrong, that uh, uh, Gord Sinclair plays bass. I am sorry. My bad. Jeez, I got that all screwed up, didn't I? Wow. All right, well, that's what I get for not having my notes directly in front of me. Of course, these are things I should fucking... I should know anyway, but I don't. <clears throat> and... Uh, they're they're all important to me, but uh, Gord's the front man, and unfortunately, sometimes I tend to gravitate towards the guys that are the front men of the bands, and that's the case with this. So anyway, we are going to go to one of the songs that is one of the, one of their more beautiful acoustic songs. It is called "Scared." Uh, I think this is the song, even though it was on side two, I think this is that one of those songs that just, you know, I said they all grabbed me, but 
this is one of those ones that just you know you get to the second side of an album and you think oh there's going to be a couple of filler tracks at the end or whatever and this isn't the end of the album this is kind of about mid what is this midway through side two um and it just spoke to me at the time i don't know why it did sometimes we don't know um which is one of those beautiful things about music sometimes the song just speaks to you even if you don't understand why it does even if the lyrics don't really fit something about it does and at some point during that time in my life this song just it just fit it just meant something and now i'm gonna play a wee bit of it for you because it's quite awesome sing with me and you I'll make you scared yes I will I don't know like I said there was just something about it I think it was the simplicity of it in the middle of this beautiful uh, lush album with all of these sounds and things but this album also never felt overproduced um, it didn't feel like there was things in there for the sake of them being there they they had a reason um, it was not it was just wasn't overdone and this song was one of those ones that really was not at all overdone it was stripped and bare bones and you you have your 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 bass in the background there it's playing nice and light and not overpowering and the the beautiful airy sound of the guitars that did not sound like they were trying to make it sound more beautiful than it was just playing it live and every time i did hear it live uh, they, it's just a, a religious experience for me. Every time I saw this band live, it was a religious experience for me. <clears throat> and this was, and still is, the band that I have seen the most times live. I unfortunately was not able to go see the final shows. They were all in Canada, and of course with all of the wonderful things that have happened with the border and so forth over the last decade two decades or so you know getting across the border sometimes is not easy plus there was no way on god's green earth that this little jackass from america was going to be able to get tickets to that anyway but nevertheless i got to see these guys five times live um one of the one of the shows i got to go to was in 
um, where does that play? Oh yeah, Cleveland, Ohio. Where the hell is Cleveland? I got to see them in Cleveland, and they played a small club there during a larger tour that they were doing, and they just happened, to, not just happened, they played a small club in the middle of a stadium tour that year. Uh, this would have been, what, 2000... Oh, help me, guys. Uh, to, <laughs> don't have the tickets right in front of me either. Uh, I believe this was, what, 2002? 2000, actually, I think. Something like that. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I got to see them at uh, the Odeon Theater in... Cleveland out on the flats um, and it was just a wonderful time and it was small it was intimate there was probably 500 to a thousand of us in this little well, it was probably about closer to 500 in this little club they were up on a stage no big production no major huge banners and huge sound stacks and all that no it was just them playing in a, a small bar and it was awesome and this was definitely one of those songs that I got to hear live from them that night and it was just made all that much more intimate and so forth because of the the proximity to them and the smallness of the club as well so yeah now we're going to move on to um, <clears throat> a, a song called An Inch An Hour and that song is kind of actually the uh, the giveaway I gave to uh, some of my friends that I wanted to tell what what uh, album I was playing today, and it is also the title of this episode: "An Inch an Hour, Two Feet a Day." So here we go: "An Inch an Hour" from uh, "Day for Night" by the Tragically Hip. live in this most fashionable way this was another one of those songs that uh, as I've said earlier all killer no filler this uh, this song was just straight up rock and roll from them and and the uh, the lyrics actually this is one of those ones where the lyrics kind of meant something to me at the time you know uh, full of freaks and disenfranchised punks that was me back in the day even if it was just in my head um, I, I kind of felt that way at the time, uh, young and dumb and just barely at into my twenties and rocking it out and not necessarily living the world's greatest life for myself, but you know, you move on and you learn things and you change, but that was me. Definitely. Uh, full of freaks and disenfranchised punks, but I've always just loved that an inch an hour two feet a day i mean that's literally that is so true gotta move just a little bit little bit and you get them two feet every single day and you know make the best of it so 
Anyway, we're going to take a little pause here for a second. Hold on, and I will be right back. All right, so yeah, I'm back now. Uh, sorry, I had to take a quick little break there. You know, Mother Nature calling and whatnot. And I don't have someone here like Rogan does when he has to go pee and so forth. So, And the titles of this here podcast is not lying. I do drink my coffee sitting here uh, spinning uh, my version of vinyl for you. Um, at least from my vinyl collection, as it were. Uh, coming up next is Emergency by... Uh, by the boys dear from Kingston and again this is uh, Day for Night by the Tragically Hip. Little known fact to some of y'all out there who didn't know during their tour supporting this album they opened for uh, none other than the the, uh, the, the Rolling Stones there and uh, Page and Plant because this was back in the resurgence when uh, everybody was clamoring for a Led Zeppelin reunion and Page and, uh, Jimmy Page and Robert Plant decided to go out and about and play some acoustic stuff and whatnot and the hip were lucky enough to uh, be openers for them at the time. I mean, yeah, eventually, you know, and they headlined their own shows and things like that, but they got to play with some... Uh, royalty as it were and i also know that when you know they played for the stones and the stones were a major influence on them especially in their early years so that had to have been a wonderful honor for them and uh yeah so the next track we're going to take a quick listen to is emergency off of day for night endless emergency without end another one of those tracks that uh you know doesn't seem to you know overproduced it just feels right it it's and and that is definitely due to uh, daniel lanois the pro, the producer of that album uh daniel is uh uh canadian dude and he's collaborated with uh, folks like brian eno and produced a couple of albums by U2, those being, oh, I don't know, a, a little one you may have heard of called Joshua Tree. You know, yeah, you know, that old, 
that old ham and uh, oh yeah octung baby as well so you know the guy's got some bona fides there he's also worked with dylan and neil young peter gabriel willie nelson emil harris you know won several grammys and so forth so the guy knew what he was doing kind of out that out at the get-go and he was also uh, the guy that performed and wrote all the music for that wonderful little vehicle of Billy Bob Thornton called Sling Blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, don't, uh, French fry taters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. He uh, did all the music for that. So, yeah. So, that's why this album is not anything terrible and has and got great production value. He's another one of them guys. It's kind of like uh, Mutt Lang, who just knows... Knows what he's doing in the studio and knows how to get the best performances out of guys. And on this album, for sure, this is not the only one he produced by them, but um, definitely knows how to get the best performances out of people. And thank you, Daniel Lamois. <clears throat> so now, at this point, since that gushing over that particular gentleman is over, we're going to move on to uh, the last two tracks of the album. Yeah, you got to be thanking your lucky stars now, aren't you, folks? Uh, sitting here listening for the last hour to me jibber jabber about these folks and the next song on our on our uh, playlist here from the day for night album is titanic terrarium and another one of those wonderful little story songs that gord has the penchant for writing uh there seems to be something about country singers and dudes from canada canada that can tell a story and you know, tell it in a short amount of time and make you feel it. And this is another one of those from Gord that just just says it, just does it. poignant lyrics for today's world too you know didn't know nothing about panic he certainly thought it was unthinkable god i wish it was unthinkable anyway uh we'll move away from the horrible two years that 2020 and 2021 have been and let's let's hope maybe we don't have to deal with this anymore but not counting on it anyway so uh moving on uh I would be exceptionally remiss if I did not shout out my boy Sean. Um, hopefully you take the time to give this here a listen. Uh, you are responsible for my love of these guys as well, whether you know it or not. Um, you kind of came along at a time in my life where I had forgotten about, not forgotten about, but hadn't listened to a ton of hip at that at the time and you 
rebirthed my love for them and made helped make it continue. Uh, loved going to shows with with you, not just with the hip, but you you helped me learn and love and appreciate other bands. As a matter of fact, uh, Sean is also responsible for my love of the band that is the and will continue to be the intro to this here podcast, the Collective Soul. Um, I'd always kind of dug their music, you know, their hits, whatever, but, uh, he introduced me to some of their albums that didn't get any radio play, and I have been a humongous fan since, and I just want to say thank you, and I also want to say thank you to, uh, Ryan Jiggs, you know who you is as well, so hopefully you're giving this here a listen, shouting you out, because you were one of the other ones that went to the, the hip shows with us, and, uh, you were one of those guys that I got to go to the one in uh, in uh, Cleveland there, the small show. That was absolutely wonderful. So I am done gushing now over friends, and coming up next is the final track off of Day for Night, and that would be Impossibilium. And it is just one of them. It's a tune you can uh, finish an album with, and it works, and because, you know, it just does. And here, as Heath Ledger's Joker would say, here we go. Yup, yup, impossibilium. I love you even when I don't even know I'm doing it. Dismiss it out of hand, because I don't even know I'm doing it. Such beautiful words. And this is this is not the last time we are going to hear from uh, Gordon the Boys. I can make a certainty and a guarantee on that one. So I hope you all enjoyed this journey with me this week, and we will... Uh, Go ahead and do that. Do this again next week for sure. And just want to send out my love and respect to all of you. Um, and yeah, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I hope you enjoyed our journey and we will see you next week. Bye. Kids are alright, just unmanageable They won't do a damn thing 
Sorry to interrupt your call, but it's a physical impact. 